New York, unique New York, unique New York. Red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. Wow, I broke down way fast on that one. Hello, and welcome to Podcasting with the Exercise Man. My name is Nissa, and I'm the guest host, and I am here with Thomas. Do you want to be called Thomas or Tommy? Thomas. Thomas and... Sam. Sam, sorry. I must have forgot your name for <laughs> no, a second. No, I really she was didn't. like, ah, no. dang, what's her name? <laughs> no, 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 because like we've been my sister-in-law for seven years. I made your children say their names, so that's what I got into. Anyways. Oh. <laughs> so. Samantha Ann Tingy. There you go. Samantha Ann and Thomas Wesley, my brother and sister-in-law. What, what? What, what? In the house. And this is also going to be a lot of fun and I am kind of winging it so I apologize um okay so we want a couple of stories so that's kind of the thing with these podcasts so go ahead tell me stop winking at me <laughs> and don't be nervous Thomas okay yeah, don't be nervous I'm not nervous okay and just so everyone knows I call him Tommy so if I slip and call him Tommy it's still Thomas <laughs> but never Tom Never Tom. Never Tom. Never Tom. Never two either. Dinich. Correct. Because <laughs> it's T-O, get it? It's shorter. Yeah, no, this is, this is going well. <laughs> this is getting really deep right off the bat. A couple stories. You've been doing this a while. Story. Yeah, so let's like start a... with how you guys met. Oh, that's the most cliche the most cliche. Oh, it's so cliche, especially in Mormon culture. Be like, just kidding. We met at a singles ward family sure. meeting activity. Oh, mm-hmm. that's good though. But that's where we met. We met at a singles ward family meeting there activity. There we were sacrificing the goat. Hey. And uh, Sam was hey. holding the head, and so, you know, I cut the throat. Is this before the Sabbath or after the Sabbath? I mean, it's really up to you, but <laughs> I guess it's the week, so I... Sabbath has come before. And yeah, after. I mean, it's just it's really any day of the week, really. So no, okay. We, we met at a family community activity, and um, it's funny because I had kind of given up on family evening, but I had been I was in charge of it for like a year and a half in that ward, and they had just released me and called me as something else, and the girl who was in charge was like, "Well, you already planned out like four months worth of activities, so can you help with the ones that you <laughs> you planned out?" So I was there helping with one that I had planned, but wasn't like actually in charge of. And I was there to ask her friend out. Yeah, he was there to ask the release study president out. Yeah. On a date, but she was yeah. in a meeting, as release study presidents often are. And I was just giving up because I was moving, and family home evening was interesting. And so it's like I'll go one more time and ask this girl out, and she wasn't there. So oh. I went to this activity instead because I couldn't find her. I was just going to be like, hey, let's go out right now. Let's ditch us and go <laughs> go on a date. Dang. Which is funny because she probably wouldn't have. Uh, probably not. But So she wasn't there. I know her really well and she would not have. And so, yeah, she wasn't there. So I was like, all right, well, Dang, I'm here because it was like 45-minute drive, right? So I was like, well, I'm not just going to turn around and go home. So I'll go do this activity. And, and it we was were, uh, we were hard attacking some of the less active members because it was the day before Valentine's Day, 20, yeah. 2012. And so Sam stood up, announced the activity, and then was like, all right, and I've got room in my creeper van for, like, five other people. And I didn't know anybody, so I was like, all right, cool. This chick seems chill. Whatever. So. You were like, dang, I want to go with no, that bodacious babe. No, for real. Okay, here's, let's paint the picture, though. <laughs> I had worked <laughs> in a daycare good. center. Yeah. And at this point, I had just gotten out of, like, a, no, I hadn't really. I had been strung along by this guy for a long time. Like a long time. Lame. And I finally was like, screw it. Guys literally suck so hard. And I'm over it. So I went to this activity, no makeup on. Like, I hadn't washed my hair that morning. Covered in chai Covered snot. in like snot. Because it was, you know, cold and flu season at the <laughs> daycare center. So I had like random bodily fluids all over me just wearing like khaki pants it, it, and it was a, love at first sight i mean and it, yeah i was not looking my hottest guys <laughs> um and i was still dragging my parents 1994 aerostar what what and the van the door didn't work that's why it was the creeper <laughs> the sliding creeper door van. didn't open from the inside there was no heat like so the once you were in it work. you were in it 
day. And then the, the windows didn't roll down. Oh, my gosh. So it was like there was no escape from this van unless I let you out, right? The Cooper van. <laughs> yeah. Which was aptly named because when we got into it, like the only other two people that jumped into <laughs> were it were like... the like, forever singles in the world. Yeah, they were like oh, super no. creepy. It was this chick and this oh dude gosh, that were like yes. equally awkward. Oh, yeah. And I was just yeah. sitting and it was uh, Sam and her friend, friend Katie, Katie yeah, sitting in the front. the front. And I, I thought both of them, I was like, oh, both these chicks are cool. So I was trying to like get in with them He's like while the two behind me were like pulling me deck back down it was like the that scene in hercules where he's like coming out of the pool of the damned and they're all like trying to drag him <laughs> oh, in dang. that's how i felt like the awkward singles were pulling you back yeah they were trying to you know they're trying to keep me in their group assimilate and i was like leaning forward trying to like be with the cool kids and uh, yeah, i was like oh no I'm, I'm never gonna survive this image because uh, i got associated with this i'm on the short bus so, then, uh, we, so we drove to this girl's house that we were heart attacking and did her door up with like little mini candy bars and hearts and stuff and um, got back in the van to drive back to the, um, the singles wood building. And the whole way back I was telling Katie that it was stupid that guys were so dumb because I was like a legit catch. Like, I was spent the whole time back, and it was like a 20 minute drive. It was not. Just, they're just like ignoring me. Like, yeah. I don't even exist anymore. Yeah, I'm just I didn't like know who he was. Trying was to swim a, out of the like pool of the dam, and nobody's <laughs> giving me a hand. So. Yeah. I didn't know who he was. It was the first time I had ever seen him. And so I was just like, whatever. Like, I just didn't care. Like, I was over guys in general. I was not going to show any curiosity because I didn't care. And the whole time back, I was like, I work at a daycare. I've been working with kids forever. I would be a great mom. I've been learning how to cook since I was little. I worked as a janitor for a number of years. Like, I've got this wife thing on lock. And if they can't see it, then screw them and I'm not doing it anymore. Like, one day somebody's going to come along and recognize how great of an opportunity I am. And until then, <laughs> whatever. I'm going to live my life and move on. Little did you know. Yeah, no, it worked out. But And then six months later, we were married. And I was like, oh, I'm going to ask one of them out. And I was really leaning towards Sam. And then when we got there, like I got out because I was going to ask her for a number. And, and how did you do that? freaking you one lady, the stupid oh. lady comes up like right as we're getting out. And she's like, oh, Sam, those cookies you made were so amazing. Tell me about it. And Sam's like, like I said, wife well, on, wife on fleek. Let me tell you. You start with a bowl of flour. And she like explained like how to do the flooding and the whole thing. Like I still to this day know how to flood cookies because of that conversation. Dang. And I was like waiting and I was like awkwardly waiting to talk yeah, to Sam. And I noticed that and he was awkwardly was, waiting. Like, and I'm never like... going to stop talking. You know, she's like, okay. And then you go to the store and you buy eggs. Not these kind of eggs. And I was just like, that's oh my goodness, shut up, lady, go not, away. It's not that. It was yeah. not that intense. So I just waited forever. And then I was like, oh, okay, now I'm like starting to be one of the creeper people in the van. So I was like, well, I'll just go inside for a minute and then hopefully run into her again. So I went inside to like pee or something. I don't know. And then I came back outside and she like hopped in her van and drove away. And I was like, damn it. Dang. It's and, funny though, uh, because I, after I was finished talking to this woman who happened to be the wife, the wife of one of our um, bishopric counselors, um, who was trying to set me up with her son who had just gotten off his mission. It, like he was coming home in like a couple of weeks and she really wanted me to set, to set me up with him. But after I was done talking to her, I actually went back in the building and walked through the whole side of the building and I couldn't find him anywhere. So he must have been in the bathroom or something. Lies. But I was just like, oh, I guess he left. So many lies. <laughs> it's, jumped in. She was like, no, oh, thanks for, I really did thanks for stalling for that oh, creeper. Oh, dang. And then I really did because I to ask him what he needed. Her Facebook was unlisted. Like you couldn't find yeah, it unless it you were private. a friend of so a friend. You immediately went to Facebook. That was your next move. Well, I couldn't find her. To go online her. and see what you could find well, and I hack all her computers. No, 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 no. Because I, I, I just there's been, no other way to find me. Like I had still just been off a mission for like a little while, so I still wasn't. I think I was still using a flip phone. Oh. And so I was like, classic. I need her number. And so I like got on Facebook and I couldn't find her. So I like tried to figure out all these different people in the ward and then like track down. Anyway, it took forever. It took me like two hours on a computer to find a tracker <laughs> profile down and then i was like hey facebook's dumb i need your number so i can ask you out yeah and uh is yeah. that exactly what you said uh-huh. yeah facebook's no legit dumb. she's like oh, i wonder if i still have the message that would be really funny probably but it said something along the lines of i'm not asking you out over facebook that's super lame so i need your number so i can call you yeah. so smooth Tom. yeah and then we so went to a smooth. hockey game and she uh she thought I... it was a hockey net 
Oh, really? So or at least that I knew something about it. So I went on like Wikipedia <laughs> and looked up everything I could about hockey. So oh, I you was studied like, up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then we get there and she was like, that's an icing foul, right? And I was like, dang, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I was like, like, what are the odds? I like took a hockey chick out to a hockey game. It's like, funny score. because I asked him because after we realized that neither one of us knew anything about hockey, um, he was like, yeah, some guy on the radio was just like, and go to this hockey game on Saturday. And the funniest thing, I don't know if I ever told you this. I must have. But the guy that had strung me along forever was a um, sold merch. At the for, hockey game? At the, at the um, Colorado College oh, hockey game. Oh, my god! And he was there selling merch. Oh, we yeah, walked yeah, right yeah. past him as we were leaving. You guys are f- you're flexing I think on you him. Did like, tell. what? I didn't know. No, he that had no really idea. Weird. I didn't tell him. Because, like, the, like next, the next week we, we started dating. And then, because uh, we went to the hockey game. And we had a good time. And then I felt like a super young child because we went back to her house. And, like, everybody was, like, way older than me. Oh, and, really? And uh, they were this all, like, before. established in I don't life. think he knew that I was three years older than he And was. I was, like, I felt so young. I was, like, <laughs> a little kid. And I felt so dumb. Hi and guys. then, uh, so then she came to our house to barbecue and whatnot. And so then we started kind of, like, dating. And then that Sunday, we are sitting next to her. And, like, her whatever, her creeper boyfriend or whatever came, like, sat next to us. Weird. Well, no, he was sitting there. And then you came and oh, sat yeah, in yeah. between us. Yeah, he Yay. was sitting there. And I sat and I was like, oh, excuse me. like. And literally, like, the <laughs> next week, he started sitting across the chapel. Yeah, well, he used to I think he just got up and week. left. No, he didn't. Oh, did he? No. So I don't you know. just kind of took your elbow straight out and just was like, oh, excuse me. Well, I had no idea. I was just like, who the hell is this guy? Like, yeah, he didn't know. I thought it was just sing- you know, single ward. You just sit next to people. Yeah. So I didn't think anything of it. And they weren't. They were clearly weren't sitting together so it wasn't like oh he didn't know the emotional turmoil behind and so i just like sat in between them and was just like all right well scoot over dude and like (laughs) yeah it was really funny claiming this one i think he uh i have no idea what he felt about it but i think he was like sweet him off the hook well like how did you how did you feel about it when tommy did that was just like oh i was so happy about it oh i bet yeah Yeah, because this guy like was dumb anyway he was dumb he was creepy and slimy (laughs) He was gross. We don't like slimy, creepy guys. Yeah, he, he wasn't was creepy, creepy and slimy. And slimy. Yeah, but and then after that, we... Uh, Thomas doesn't like him. I got into BYU, and then I was moving, and Sam was like, all right, well, I guess that's the end of that. Yeah. And then I and was like, got engaged instead. you can come with me as a wife or stay as an ex, I guess, so... Yeah, I remember that line. He just winked at Sam, just so our audience knows. <laughs> She's shaking his head. Anyway, Her head, sorry. So she decided to come as a wife, and we got married. And we tried to get married super fast. We spent then, our whole engagement apart. Yeah, like we, we gone. he moved to Utah. Mm-hmm. It was in school. We got like engaged, and then I moved to Utah. Yeah, like oh, right yeah, after, yeah. like a week. And after. then I was gone, and then literally like everything was taken care of home, and I just like stepped on a plane, got off, got married. It was great. Yeah, like, he was home for like two days. Yeah, Cause you got married. Yeah, you got married in Colorado. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I just flew home because we were just taking her car back mm-hmm. to Colorado. So there's no reason to bring my car. So I flew home, like got off the plane. I think we got married... Two days later. Two days we later. We had one whole day in between when you got there. Yeah, and yeah, because yeah, I was going to fly out the day before. And we felt like... And, like, okay, your mother needs, or whatever was like... Well, because you never know. Airplanes. Yeah, your mother was like, no, no. So they flew me out an extra day. And then I just, like, slept in your house. Yeah. You got married August 10th. Yeah, yep. married. August 10th, yeah. 2012. I just will never forget, like, your reception. I feel so bad about this to this day. We... All got in our car. Oh, left John. We left John. Oh my gosh. We were like, oh yeah, let's go see the new Batman movie. It's so awesome. So Eric, me, Andrew, Alex, we were all in my car and we left John. Well, I mean, John, I mean, if you're listening to this on the road somewhere, we, we all know we, you're we adopted. Love you. We love you. Whoa. I mean, I mean, we love you. The family secret right there. Well, you, you just can't say that over the air. I just, I don't even know why we didn't even think about like, I just Poor feel John, so John. bad. I feel He's so bad. Right. And he, well, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to talk to you. We'll talk to you about John. <laughs> but, like, he was, like, doing your DJ. Like, he was the DJ mm-hmm. stuff. So he got stuck doing that. And we were just like, yo, whatever. Well, and Thomas and I were fresh married. We were not sticking around. Yeah, so oh, you guys no. were gone. So poor John was, yeah, like, we left. I think he ended up by himself with your with parents, like Sam. And my yeah. And uncle, yeah, yeah, like, with Samantha's whole family. Like, yeah. his whole... Poor John. <laughs> I don't know. John's pretty chill. He probably assimilated pretty easily. He didn't mind. I'm sure he didn't mind. It was pretty funny because it... But I have to say, uh, out of all the receptions that I've been to in my life, we had the best food. Yeah, our food was way good. Our food was amazing. 
Because Sam's my parents mom are... legit catered the whole thing. Yeah, like she Sam's pickled vegetables like... for my reception. Like yeah. she made nine cheesecakes and three different kinds yeah. of sauce for the cheesecakes and cupcakes and did giant charcuterie boards. Like it yeah. was amazing. And we, we actually got to eat it. Yeah. We'd been to a friend's wedding and they just stood in a line the entire time. Yeah, so our line was like, oh, we're going to stand in line for like 10 minutes. And then no, I think yeah. we did like a half hour. We're going to peace out. Yeah, I think it was like half an hour. Yeah. And we're like, we're going to peace out and just yeah. eat food and then go do married was, yeah, stuff. Thanks for not making us stand in line too. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, no, we're waiting. Nobody's there to see you. I mean, yeah. no, truth I just be told, it was that. like the bigger reception and nobody knew who you guys were. So it wasn't any reason to do that yeah i've been like bridesmaids before and i was like i don't i don't know these people (laughs) you're like thank you for coming i'm just here as filler text honestly (laughs) yeah it's just uh anyway so i'm just glad about that and i love okay so and then jonathan and i were also kind of a part of your your engagement like when you propose which i think is super cute but before we talk about that i just want to ask so you have all of these behind me i'm at tommy's apartment and tommy and sam's and he has all these hearts on this wall from your first anniversary, right? No. Or was no, that first that was Valentine's Day? It was much later than that. But was that, was that to, like, go back to, like, the heart attack where you guys met? Yeah. And stuff? That, was it? Was yeah. that the idea behind it? Yeah. That's what it was. It is it was heart, heart attack, attack day. Because I did Al- uh, uh, the mints. Andy's yeah, mints. Yeah, Andy's mints. Yeah. And you I did the same thing hearts. for Valentine's Day this year. Uh-huh. And Aww. I did it on our door. Well, except... but it's not Valentine's Day. It's important to distinguish. Oh, yeah, no. It's always the 13th of February. The 13th February, of February, because that's the that's day we when met. we met. That's when we did the heart attack. Oh, So, so we always, the cutest little... We do that, the heart attack. So I did it this year, too. But I yeah. instead of using Andy's mints, I used... Real, like real nice chocolate, A hundred dollars worth of very expensive <laughs> like, chocolate very expensive money. I mean... And then it's a giant always nice heart. to feel loved, and, but uh, yeah. we do like to rehash. Like that's one of our favorite traditions is we rehash some of our favorite memories from like the past year. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of what the yeah. So that's what the hearts are. That's what because it just clicked in my brain. I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that's from. Oh, you guys. And they're are all cute. really fun like memories. Like when we found out we were pregnant with the twins, and like trying our favorite sushi spot the first time, and and Ghoulie Man. Yeah, Hockey Boy. Or he's hockey man. boy, but there's a ninja goalie that ninja goalie. That's what it was at the hockey game that we went to. We yeah, called the, him ninja the, goalie. the goalie was amazing, and yeah. his team was not doing well, so he had to block a lot of shots. <laughs> and he was like a freaking ninja, so we started calling him ninja goalie. But anyway, there's a lot of memories, and it's Aww. always nice to reflect on where you came from. Yeah, that's so he's sweet. who we rooted for. We didn't care who won. We just <laughs> yeah, ninja goalie to win. yeah. <laughs> he didn't. Ninja yeah, no, they lost because they shot a lot of goals. <laughs> he had to block a lot of pucks. Yeah. So I'm just starting to get through it. So. Yeah, but our engagement story is intense because Thomas is kind of an intense kind of person. I am. Intense. And I planned it out pretty hardcore. Uh, he, he had to do quite a, a bit of planning for this because it was not just a scavenger hunt, but he had seven different CDs, one for each location, and I had to play them like on the way. Yeah, so, so Sam had these like super ratty shoes uh-huh. these Chuck my, Taylors my that Chuck were like Taylors, yeah. my very falling first apart pair. and Sam was like hella poor so when we first started dating and so she was like oh yeah and I was like you need to buy new shoes and she's like nah these ones were I mean like her toes were sticking out the end <laughs> and like, they were tied together with bailing twine or something and so that's how it started out is I went and bought a pair of Chuck Taylors and then I had uh, CDs for this like scavenger hunt because we'd been on like quite a few dates by that point and well, so, we were getting engaged, so one would hope. Yeah. <laughs> we have been on quite a few I don't know. dates. Well, it was day two. I was, I was like, all right, marry this chick. Let's do it right here. And, uh, yeah, so we had – I had the Chuck Taylors. I put her in her car, so after she got out of work, she found the Chuck Taylors, and then there was a CD, and then it would, like, play some songs and, like, no, a little the, blurb. No, see, it started I, – because I remember. Oh, sorry. Get her right, It would start Thomas. out with the clue to where the next – Oh, no. It started out with a you talking to me a little bit, and then you would read a little excerpt. From my journal. From his journal. Aww. And then he would play a song that reminded him of me, and then he would tell me what the clue is for the next CD. Yeah, that's right. That and they were intense. That, journal like, entries. The first one was on the creeper van, and then the second one was at the bookstore. Yeah, and then Wahoo's he didn't Tacos. Want, and, oh, no, it was the second one. It was yeah. the Wahoo's Tacos. And the third one was at the bookstore. 
That's what I was nervous about, the Wahoo Tacos. Because I went into the guy and I was like, this is going to sound really weird. I'll give you 20 bucks if you give this chick this CD when she walks in looking for it. (laughs) And I was like, I don't know. I mean, it's just like some snot-nosed teenager working at like a random fast food store, right? And I was just like, so what I did is I was like one step ahead of her. Like Uh I would see her and then I would like go to the next place and then plant the clue and then wait. And so I was always like just one step ahead of her. So it wasn't like I had to be there for a long time, but yeah. Like one was in a book, so it was Wahoo Tacos. One was in a book, yeah. The one was in a book because we went and did the Myers Briggs personality test. Huh. And so like I took that book and I got the section that the book was in wrong. And so I actually moved the book to the section I thought it was in so you would find it. Yeah. And uh, oh man, oh the zoo. But there's one, and there was one in between there. The church like. building. Cause that's was where the we zoo did. right after the book? No, the zoo was the end. Yeah. Or no, the church building was the end. The, the church, church building was the end. Yeah, the zoo was right before the church building. Well, and I know that our listeners are not familiar with, like, the layout of Colorado Springs, but the zoo is literally on the side of a mountain. Oh, yeah. And it I was lived like, on the opposite side of town like, of the zoo. It was like an but hour and a half driving time. It was our fir- the first place that we kissed. It was our first kiss. That's true. Aww. That's where we made out. Aww. It's steamy. So nice. I kissed her and she was like, about damn time. And, and also like, he was Aww. a really terrible kisser. <laughs> That's fair. It's That's true. Fair. It was bad. I was like, okay, you're attacking my face. I was rusty. I was out of practice. <laughs> Up to that point, I've just been... Oh, now they're practicing. Oh, gross. They're to practice. practice on my arm. Now. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so there were just various places throughout town. And then when he got to, when I got to the last place, it was the place where he told me he loved me. Yep, in the church parking lot. And he was in a romantic proposed. way. And we were, and John and I, because we didn't drive around for an hour and a half, we waited at the zoo. Yes. Yeah. Did you know we were following you? Because we were following behind you to make sure I you made it. I didn't know you were following me, but I knew you're the ones who met me at the zoo. You gave me the last yeah. CD of the, or the CD. Oh, yeah, that's right, because I didn't know how to like, oh, hide right. it mm-hmm. in the zoo. That's what we were doing. Okay. Yeah, you I was gave like, how did we do that? Yeah, we were, yeah, so we were there, but I just remember we went to the church parking lot, and we were like, yeah, yeah, we were paparazzi in it so hard, (laughs) mainly John was, I was in the bushes, though, holding the twigs. Yeah, John was doing the photography thing, so he had, like, a legit (laughs) camera, and came popping out and taking 70,000 pictures, and the the thing with the proposal, so I had, rewind a bit, um, Sam told me about her friend's ring. And I'd already been planning on making a custom ring because on my mission in California, I knew a ring designer. And I was like, oh, that's way chill. And so she'd show me a picture of her friend's ring. She was like, this ring's so awesome. I was like, oh, I'm going to get how that made. And it's hella cheaper like than buying a ring. Like, mm-hmm. um, And so I bought the diamond. Like, I went and did a bunch of research. I know way too much about diamonds now. So I did, like, a week worth of reading on different diamonds, like, inclusions and, like, grades of diamonds and how you know if you got a good diamond. Like, way too much research into this. And then I found a place online and I bought it. I was terrified because you, like, pay all this money, right, to this, like, diamond that they're just going to mill you. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, like, I paid them and I was just like, oh, did I get scammed out of a ton of oh, money? Oh, man. And it no, shows up. Not. It shows <laughs> So they next day air it and it shows up, like, tss, 60 times like they put it in a box and they put the box in a box and they put that box in a box and <laughs> each layer they wrap in bubble wrap which it's a diamond like yeah. i don't know what the bubble wrap's doing but i think they want you to think you know whoever's it's looking at the box else. that you bought a basketball and not a diamond so yeah. anyway so then i went to a this custom jeweler in town and i bought gold and the gold in her ring is actually from like the 1700s Oh, really? Um, so yeah. a lady on my mission gave it to me, and it was an heirloom passed down from generation to generation. Aww. And she, like, this random old lady was just like, hey, I really like you. Like, I want you to have this ring. It's a family heirloom. Like, and I was oh like, gosh. oh, cool. And she's like, yeah, like, just melt it down and make it into your wedding ring. And I was like, all right, whatever. And I was a little short, so I went and bought some scrap gold to make it. So then I melted it down and cast it. So it has a different kind of different sheen than normal gold yeah, it's because it's bit. from, like, Hundreds of years ago. That's it's a little cool. bit paler. And, uh, yeah. And then she gave my uh, my companion a sippy cup. <laughs> like, no kidding. Like, she just gave me this gold ring. And then she gave my companion a shark sippy cup. Oh, you guys know where you stood with and, uh, her, for I sure. Like, I was like, awesome. This is great. My companion hated me forever after that. But, yeah, but. so he commissioned the ring, and it was taking a long time because he had to go approve the wax. And the, well, no, the guy just was, like, way behind. Yeah. Like, he just wasn't well put together. Like, he did a good job on the ring. He, he just, did. like didn't have his crap together in life mm-hmm. and i'd actually met him because i'd done a it work for him mm. his past like his computer was just filled with like weird porn and uh, oh weird filled with viruses 
And his password, actually, because I got his computer and he didn't tell me the password. And I was like, crap, what is it? So I have a program that cracks Windows passwords and it was just a string of like swear words. And I was like, this seems legit. This seems legit. Anyway, so yeah. So he's taking forever. So I actually proposed with Sam's mother's ring. They borrowed it and then proposed. And then I was like, your ring is coming. I wanted to wait until then, but I may be moved by then. Um, But Um, he wasn't. He gave it to me like two weeks later. Yeah. Oh, or maybe so maybe even just well. a week later. Maybe yeah. it was a week later. And seriously, it's I've never seen anything else like it. Even my friend's ring that we patterned it after, it's enough different that you n- wouldn't necessarily realize that it's the same. No, yeah. it's gorgeous. And I got a yeah. screaming yeah. deal. It's so pretty. It's so pretty. Mm-hmm. And I get compliments to this day. Yeah, the first jeweler I took it to wanted like four grand and for like half the size of the diamond. And I was like, there's no way in hell that's well, worth that. Well, it's very that. unique because it's not only is it yellow gold, but it's just a... It's a custom design. It doesn't and, look yeah. anything like... It's gold from 300 years ago. Yeah. No, it's pretty. It's yeah. beautiful. You done good. Some crazy old lady it's gave truth. it to me. Cool. So yeah. you guys have now been married for... How Six many? and a half years. Six and a half years. Yep. You have three kids. They're yep. adorable. They're the best. They are the best. What have you found that is the most surprising thing about marriage? Has it has anything? Has it all been like what you expected? Oh, it's all been perfect. We've just been perfect. <laughs> Whatever. Married. Well, like for me, like I was surprised about how, like there were some things that I thought I would never tell Dan, and he knows everything. Yeah, I do think that the amount of trust that you put in somebody when you marry them, like there are experiences that we have had together that are, I feel like every time you have the option to like either let it bond you closer together or push you apart. Mm-hmm. And we definitely, I feel like we've bonded over a lot of things. Sure. We've had a lot of hard times and... Good only, times. Yeah. Only you have to throw that together. in. It just sounds like we're no, sad sacks. No, that's not what I mean. It's just that I think sometimes when you go into marriage, you think, oh, it's going to be great and, you know, we'll have each other always. But I think the number one thing you have to remember is that you're still two very different human beings mm-hmm. and you still have to make the choice each time you go through something, whether happy or not happy... You have to choose how how it changes your relationship. Because even happy things can pu- push you apart if you let them. If they're individually happy, like... Yeah. You know what I mean? But we choose to make it bring us closer together. Yeah, what she said. <laughs> that's good, that's good. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. So nothing know. has, like, really surprised you, Tommy? Like, Oh, I'm sure things have. I don't know. I, I guess, are they spot, more, like, like, specific instances? I've been married for a long time now. This is the longest stage of my <laughs> life. Like, <laughs> well, no, you think about stage. it. You're like, high school's four years. Mission was two years. College was four years. Like, mm-hmm. like if you break your life into stages, marriage has been like the longest stage of my life. Like mm-hmm. we've lived in this apartment more, longer than I've lived anywhere else in my life. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. little. Yeah. I think we're close to it. Actually, I think we lived slightly longer in the other house, like our house back home. It's close, but back anyway. in Colorado. Yeah, yeah. Because I was thinking because I moved when we were twelve, and then we lived in that tiny house for like a year, and yeah. then I moved out when I was like nineteen, so six years. Mm. And we've been here six years. Oh, so. yeah. Guess that checks out. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And then I came back after my mission, but I was only there for a few months, like mm. four or five months. Cool. So. It was longer than that because you got back in October and you moved out in June. Oh well, yeah, I guess it was. But still, it was like. That's almost a year. Nine months. Yeah, so I guess there was seven years. Anyway, that's a trivial <laughs> fact. So it's just kind of... But yeah, no, I think the thing that... I don't know. It's surprising how comfortable you get and that you... I think when you first get married, you, you twine your identity with your spouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had that. And then that you hit a, weird, a point... Well, but then you also hit a point state. where it's like... I'm still a person separate from my spouse. Like, mm-hmm. we still have things that we're each interested in. Like, he loves to go shooting at the gun range, and I'm really interested in doing, like, floral design and so you're like, like crafty things. and You have to kind of slowly untwine a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, like, I you mean... have to recognize that you need personal enrichment separate from your spouse. Like, you can't always do everything together. And to make the time together more enjoyable and make it more... Um, impactful you have to make sure that you have time to work on your own things i was gonna start mm. quoting a book i read but i probably waxed too deep for this uh no do it no oh. Oh, i just so i read a book 
It was interesting. Anyway, one of the points in the book is that intimacy, like intimacy and desire is bred from mystery, right? Mm. So if you're too intertwined, like if you are one and you have no secrets or no separate identities, like that's what kills intimacy in marriages because they're like... You yeah. have to be separate people or else yeah, there's nothing exciting about Yeah, you still have to be a fully functioning person. And I think sometimes people get so caught up in the idea of merging your life that you forget that you still have validity as your own person yeah, you outside of your, that union. Your identity. Yeah. Is that that mating in captivity book? Yeah. <laughs> See, Missa knows things, have guys. Have you read it? <laughs> I, I read about it and I I followed some of her work before. Like I've listened to some of her. It's a really good book. She's like a she's a psychotherapist, and she yeah she's a marriage counselor. Marriage counselor, and she has a she sits down with couples, and she does live like she records the sessions. Yeah, no, she talks. It's a lot of just that's what it is. But she so a lot of the book is just case studies. Yeah, yeah, and And then she talked about that book too when I listened to her, and I forget her name. Uh, I don't remember. She's like. She's Iranian European or, something. or something. Yeah, she's like Middle Eastern. Oh, is she? Yeah, yeah. she's like Middle Eastern. Yeah. Anyway, it's interesting, but... Yeah, yeah. it's a good book. But yeah, I think that's... So that's funny. our marriage advice from the teeny clan. <laughs> um, what about having kids? Has anything been surprising to you? I guess all of it, right? No, nothing about having kids is not surprising. Like, yeah. The best part, I think, that like I enjoyed the most is that we had twins first. Because, like, when you have a kid, I mean, I'm speaking kind of off the cuff as far as, like, experience goes. But, like, with twins, you know, when you have one kid, like with Ivy, for instance, like, she does something goofy. And that you're just like, that's my kid. Kids are dumb. Like, that's just what they do, right? <laughs> and, like, but with twins, it was interesting because they were going through the same phases of life, right? They were in the same environment. They were the same age. Like, everything was the same, yet they were, even from, like, the very beginning, two they're different so individuals. Different. Yeah. So like, different. Right from the get-go, they just had they had different personalities, they had different drives and desires. Like, Winter was very much like, all right, I'm going to get up and move. Like, she just wanted to get going. And then when she started moving, she would bring stuff back to Griffin. Griffin's like, all right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't got I, I don't got to move because she's, she's taking care of this. Yeah. And just, like, watching them develop in the same environment and become two very different people, even from, like, the very beginning, yeah. just was fascinating. Yeah. And I think it's funny because especially in this day and age, you think of all the people who are like wanting to break gender stereotypes. And for Thomas and I, we always thought it was important that our kids just all had access to the same toys. Like we didn't deny one child or the other. Oh, yeah. We were never like Griffin's going to like trucks because he's a boy. Yeah, that never was the case. We just bought toys that the kids could play with. And it was so funny how they naturally, without any guidance whatsoever, gravitated towards, like, Winter always wanted to kind of play house and play with, um, like, not necessarily dolls, but, like, she loves stuffed animals. Like, she still loves stuffed animals. And she's really interested in being motherly and cooking meals, like, with a kitchen. And Griffin just loves, like, Legos and anything with buttons and anything mm-hmm. that makes noise. Like, that is his jam. And he's he obsessed with it. guns right now, which I don't yeah. know. And Spider-Man. So, <laughs> and two funny facts. Guns, there's, like, we don't watch, like, anything with guns in it. Yeah. Like, we don't know. I Like, one day, you're just like, I've got to shoot a gun. And, like, yeah, built it out of Legos. Yeah, it's such a boy thing. And it was, like, so weird because I was like, wait, what the freak? Like, how'd you know shooting guns? Like, where'd this come from? You. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's probably from Lego Batman. Oh, no. I'm sure there is. Like, I'm sure they had. he's never seen it because obviously he just didn't invent guns. Yeah. It's just weird because, like, <laughs> he just pulled it out of, it felt like thin air one day. He was just yeah. like, I got shooty guns. Yes. And then the other thing is Batman, or Spider-Man. Like, he's never seen anything he's never with Spider-Man. never seen anything with Spider-Man. He has no idea who Spider-Man is. Really? He doesn't no. know what Spider-Man does. He doesn't know what his superpowers are. But he's obsessed with Spider-Man. Oh. He wears a hat. He's got a jacket. He's got shoes. He loves being Spider-Man. Like, yeah. he'll be like, I'm Spider-Man. He and he doesn't, doesn't know how to, like, shoot webs because he doesn't know that Spider-Man is an actual, like, spider Yeah. Well, I asked him man. once, and I was like, oh, does uh, Spider-Man shoot webs? He's, he's like, like, no, no. dad. That's silly. <laughs> no, like, yeah. Spider-Man doesn't He's shoot so webs funny. and climb on walls. He's just Spider-Man. Yeah. He was telling us that Spider-Man's not a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like he has no idea who he Spider-Man just saves is. People. We, we don't know where it came from. Like We have no idea. One day in like the shoe I took store. Him, yeah, I took him to go get new shoes because he was growing out of his shoes. And I'm a firm believer that my children can make decisions for themselves. Like, yes, they're three going on four, but they know what they like. Like mm-hmm. I'm not going to just make those choices for them unless it's church shoes (coughs) sorry kids you don't have any say but you know his everyday shoes so I took him to the shoe store just me and him like going out mom and son 
and we go to the shoe store and he makes his way back to like the kids shoes and I was like oh look at all the different fun shoes they have and he goes they have Spider-Man shoes and I was like oh uh, what the yes he's like I want Spider-Man I was like you don't want Paw Patrol he's like no I want this one and I was like but you don't you don't even you don't know, know who that Spider-Man you don't is. know who that is <laughs> so yeah. I, I don't know okay we like whatever with it and- but yeah, and then we went to Costco like at the beginning of fall, and they had a Spider-Man zip-up like hoodie. There's a billboard right outside. The, by yeah, Maverick there's billboards. With Spider-Man on it. Yeah, Yay. there's billboards out along where he we drive to He gets excited every school. time he sees it. Like we bought yeah. him a hat just the other day. I bought him with a Spider-Man. hat because we went to the park and he saw another little boy with a Spider-Man hat that looked just like that, and he hadn't stopped talking about it for weeks. Aww. And I was like, well, he's gonna need a hat for the summer. I might as well just get him that hat. Yeah. Like yeah. if he's so interested. But yeah, he has a full Spider-Man like set of clothing like the hat the jacket the shoes and he has absolutely no clue who spider-man is and it's just the funniest thing you know spider-man used to be my favorite superhero maybe really? it's genetic maybe maybe just do you teenies, like spider-man teenies like spider-man no well, well a lot I mean, of spider-man's like, cool but batman. like batman's kind of the thing right no no it kind of iron, iron man is the thing no <laughs> well not the thing, maybe it's though. a tommy thing yeah. iron man's the well because you got kendall who has like the the batman tattoo and eric had, yeah, a, eric batman. had a batman tattoo. eric was all about batman and yeah. i don't know i don't they know where tragic backstories is the thing tragic well because i don't know like, see that's why iron man's crazy. cool i like iron man he, you yeah I see I see a lot in in you and Tony Stark. Like Tony Stark, Thomas Tini. So cocky. Almost the same person. Yeah, basically. You basically have your own Thomas Tini tower outside. But I mean you're not honest. a genius, just, so there's that. Just, ouch. Ooh, ouch. Ow. Oh, Let's get core. real, shall we? Okay, <laughs> what else? What other dirt? Do you guys have dirt on each other? Uh, oh yeah, we keep folders. It was like in case of divorce, this <laughs> yeah. is what we're gonna use to yeah, nail absolutely. the other one to the wall. Absolutely. All you have to do is just print out his Amazon wish list. Uh, Dang. Oh, everybody look up Tommy's Amazon wish list. Because I guess you can see that now. Yeah. Oh, you've made it private? Yeah, Yeah. it was public once. Wait, why was it? What's on your wish list? Just, you know. Just don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Our audience wants to know, you guys. (laughs) Our audience may be 12. No. um, Yeah. Maybe grandma's age, so... That grandma, would, Grandma that, Teeny wants to know. She will would, pull you by the nape of your neck, Thomas Teeny. That would also disqualify this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. There's nothing scandalous on that. Sam's just trying to make me blush. Oh, but he is blushing for all those listening tonight. <laughs> you, can't, you can't hear blush through the, the microphone, <laughs> can you? Yeah, that was the blush. Yeah, as far as child... Oh. There's oh. a blush. Well, he rubbed the microphone against his face, so... It's for all the ASMR that phones happened. out there. <laughs> No, I think the surprising thing about kids is, is definitely, I think, like Thomas said, that they are fully individuals. Yeah. And it's not like you're molding them. They are molding you into the parent you need to be. I think that is the main takeaway, is that when you think of raising kids, everybody's like, oh, they're just like mini yous. And I'm like, they're not, though. Like, they are very distinctly their own. Yeah, sure. And you know, they come out with a personality. Anybody who's ever had a kid will tell you. They do. And they I was, really come out with a personality. I was really surprised, too, that they started, they were like their own person at a very young age. Oh, yeah. No, that's legit. Yeah. Children are weird yeah. that way. Yeah. They're like Because Winter's always been really attached, <laughs> and Griffin's always been a little bit more independent and chill. And Yeah. Ivy yeah, has always is. been very opinionated. Very opinionated. Do you love being parents? Oh, yeah. Most I days. I love watching you be a parent, Tommy. Like, it's the best thing, watching my brother I'm, be a dad. I'm, like, I'm like so high stress when it comes to parenting. Yeah, you're like, he needs to take a chill It's going to kill me. It's going to have some coronary yeah. heart disease. I mean, we lost Griffin once, so, like, at uh, twice. Lagoon. Lagoon. For, like, ten Just minutes. I don't know how people do it. Like, we go to the park, and there's, like, these, like, adults that are, like, their three-year-olds are, like, oh, go have fun, and they just, like, chat and yeah. on their phones. And I'm, like, how are you not, like, no like blink your eye and your child disappears forever? just, okay, just a few months ago, I went to the post office, and some lady left her kid in the car for a good 20 minutes. I know, because I sat there to make sure nothing happened to that child. Yeah, and the car was running. And the little boy, like, got out, was on the sidewalk. I was like, do you need any help? And he's like, he looked at me and then ran back inside the van. I don't know. It's just Oh, yeah, crazy. no, people are crazy when it comes to kids. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who would leave their kid in the car while they ran an errand. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that sounds like some dirt. Let's talk about it. I parked at (laughs) Papa John's, and I got in to pick up a pizza, and, like, I was watching the van, because Papa John's, like... You park and the doors are like right there. I was the only one in the store, so I walked in, was like, "Hey, I need a pizza," and then just like watched the van and waited until somebody. Like it's not like I went in and was just like, "All right, peace out, children." Like Dang. I've done it a few times, but I'm always watching the door. Like I know exactly. <laughs> it's always like for you know like a few minutes. Sometimes my kids are royal brats. Like today, winter Ooh. just like blew up because I wouldn't buy her a small watermelon, and I was just like, I mean, to be fair. We to forgot fair, to turn their lights off until like 10 p.m. last night, and so they were up till like <laughs> way past their bedtime. So, but it's not just that; it's that Thomas was also hangry and was not willing to deal with children having meltdowns. Yeah. He was just like, "Whatever, kid." Well, we went into the like. There's another place we go in the Asian store, and it's just like an Asian store. So you know, the aisles are tiny, and the, everything's packed in close, and they're overflowing with stuff, and like. <laughs> I needed to pick up one thing. I knew it was right at the entrance, so I just, like, parked, walked in. Parked in such a way I could see the van at all times. Yeah, right. Everybody judge him. Judge. You judge me all you want. I'm sending all the judgy vibes. Good, do it. (laughs) I embedded GPS trackers into my kid's foot, so. That's good. One of my clients is out for her. Really? Yeah, her, the mom, she knows where her kids are at all times. I totally would be down with that. Yeah, they're, they're things that they can clip on your clothing. Kind of like how you go to a clothing store and they have uh-huh, to... Like those metal tags. Yeah, yeah, the magnet things that they have to get mm-hmm. off. But yeah, she clips it on the bottom of their shoe. And so, yeah, well, they walk to school and back. And so she's like, I'm like, oh, am I early or are they running late? Like, yeah, they're going to be here. And oh, right yeah. now. And she uh, watches them. I totally do that. If I could, like, requisition a spy satellite to follow them around, <laughs> I would 100% do that. Yeah, he's a total helicopter parent. I am not a helicopter friend. I just freak out. Shots fired. No, I. It's true. Children disappear. You only get one chance, and if they disappear, they're just gone. Like. Yeah, I just think uh, the the happens the happenstance of children just up and disappearing are so minuscule. It already happened once. Griffin ran away at Lagoon. We lost him for like ten minutes. Yeah, but that's a different situation than being like at a park. I legit still have nightmares about that. No, no. So it's no fun to go places with Thomas. It's more it's fun with just me and the kids. It's way fun to go with me because then you can just do whatever because, you know, I've got like 16 eyes on them. Jeez. I literally don't behave any differently whether he's there or not. She was making fun of me because I was getting whiplash at the park the other day. He was, he was pushing <laughs> he was pushing one of the kids in the swing and he tied up the dogs across the park so that they wouldn't like... Harass everybody. Uh, ...be in the way because they're really friendly and they just like to be around people and uh-huh. sometimes they get overly um, affectionate. To anybody who passes them so we tied him up over by the barbecue grill well then he's pushing um i think who was it winter or griffin and his head was going from side to side like looking at the dogs looking at <laughs> oh no ivy was climbing on the play equipment and he was pushing winter and i was pushing griffin in the swing and he just was like going like this between the dogs and the um looking back and looking forth. at one of the kids and was just like this Looking back and forth, back and forth at the yeah, dog. Yeah, like the... so fast that I was like, "Hun, you, you're gonna get whiplash there, honey. You're just gonna." I'd watch him and disappear fast. Oh, Griffin disappeared. I looked down at Ivy when she was playing with trash, and I looked back up, and Griffin was gone. Like, yeah, terrifying. I guess he definitely has a little PTSD. Yeah, but fair enough. I have never lost one of our children anywhere, so. Oh. Except at Lagoon. I didn't oh. lose him at Lagoon. You were, you were in charge. I know. I was yeah. trying to. So the only time I was ever like, all right, I'm not going to be such a helicopter. I'm going to let the kids go play on the grass with the other kids and stop Ooh, being crazy. And I went to go put them on the grass, and we were eating lunch at Lagoon for a company party. And they went to the grass, and Winter and Griffin got on the grass, and Ivy was coming behind me. And she was, like, lagging, and then she played with the trash. And I turned around, I was like, Ivy, don't play with the trash. And I picked her up, I turned back around, and there was just Winter. And I was like, Winter, where's Griffin? And she's like, I don't know. And I was like, what do you mean well, you don't know? Were, and I just, they had like, just turned panicked. three, so they were barely three at this point. They had just turned three. And Griffin is the kind of kid, like a lot of guys, who he has, like, tunnel vision if he sees something that he's interested in. And so he'll zero in on something and j- just move straight towards that. And he was loving the rides that day. At oh, Lagoon. he loved the rides at Lagoon. He had so much fun. <laughs> he was just so excited to get back. And yeah. So, so he just took off because he saw the rides. And I dropped Ivy with Sam and Winter, and I just like took off. 
And yeah, so then I found some guy and I was telling him about it. And then like some rookie who's like new to the security force, I'm like, oh yeah, this is what I'm looking. Like we'd taken pictures of Lagoon, right? And so I was like, this is a kid. And this guy, like this newbie comes up and he's like, oh yeah, I think I just saw him. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, he was leaving with somebody. And I was like, what? And the guy's like, okay, calm down. You probably didn't see the same kid. Like, the more senior guy was like, you just gave a parent a heart attack. So I was, like, panicking. And we we went to go search. And I was like, you know what? He probably just took straight path. Because there was, like, this weird little, like, path that ran behind the eating place. And so I just sprinted the other direction. And I found him by, like, the water park just, like, standing there waiting to, like, (laughs) for somebody to take him to ride. He was like, all right. Like, I showed up. And he was just like, where have you been? Like, let's go. Like, (laughs) I'm ready. Oh, Oh, man. It was terrifying. Yeah, he was so exciting. He was so excited to be there. Do you have – I know you do. But can you tell, like, any funny stories either with your kids or as a couple, dating, marriage – funny stories or is it really all stress you guys we're just all stressed oh no parenthood is just stressed 24 7 thomas just has a hard time letting go of things like i when when that had happened with griffin we literally talked to both sets of our parents like thomas talked to um darren and tanya and i talked to my parents i'm literally talking straight into it if you can't hear me i can't help you I am talking into the mic. Make sure that's all. Helicopter parent. I'm the captain commander. Even Eric with the guys. microphone, he's no, no, a helicopter no, no, parent. No, 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 no. All right, guys. All right, children. <laughs> Do I need to come between you? Don't touch it. They are fighting over sure the mic I, now. I'm pretty sure I need to take those headphones everyone, away because he's being right. real annoying. Everyone keeping score at home. <laughs> <laughs> score one. Um. We just talked about it to both of our parents, and they were like, oh, yeah, we've lost each of you a few times. Like, <laughs> No big deal. Like, it happens, and, you know, kids, that's just, like, part of having kids is that sometimes they are going a different direction. You've got three other kids that you're looking at, and it happens. Like, it's not the end of the world. You found him. Like, that's it could have so been a lot worse. But it's like... Definitely, when people ask about like how's having kids, Thomas like it's the worst because of this one situation. It's not the worst; it's just stressful. Children are stressful. Okay, here's another story. Wait, I want a funny story. I'm like stressed out right now, guys. Yeah, you need to calm me out. You should not be so stressed out because Thomas is the one who stresses. Griffin (laughs) one day hid under the blankets, and I thought he was like, or I thought he was under the blankets when I was brushing teeth. And I came out, and I was just like, oh, where's Griffin? And Winter was like, ah, he's under the blankets. And I was like, oh, okay. So I brush Winter's teeth and Ivy's teeth, and I go to get Griffin, and I pull the blankets back, and it's just pillows. Like, he's stacked <gasps> pillows. And Dang. I was like, freak, where's Griffin? Sneaky. So I, like, go into the bedroom, and I find Griffin in our bathroom, and he's just like, ha, 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 ha. I was like, ah, whatever, child. So I go to brush his teeth, and he's, he spits orange. And I was like, wait, what did you get into? Oh, my god! And Sam had, like, all of her, like, pills that she takes every... Like, her vitamins oh and, like, allergy medicine and, like, a variety of, like, hormonal pills. Anyway, so it was, like, estrogen and one other one that she takes. Thanks and, for telling everybody my pharmaceutical needs. Oh, sorry. <laughs> These are her prescriptions. Yeah. It's all of her health this is, needs. It's and... a big deal. Like, <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. I won't tell anybody about the Viagra you take. Oh, I mean, it's good. It's good that he didn't get in the Viagra. That would have been. I'm joking. I'm joking. It's all a joke. Nothing happened. No one's taking anything. Anyways. Anyway, (laughs) he he got into it and just like sampled the pills, and that was why. And the the orange was from the vitamin B, which is like totally benign. Yeah. For him. So I called poison and Sam was on a walk. Like she was out with friends, like walking. And so I called Sam, was like, What was in your pill case? Like, I need to know. And uh yeah, and I was yeah. like, and I, was like I called poison control happen. and poison control was like and she had an allergy medicine, like oh the extra gosh. strength allergy medicine. And they're I like, That's the it. only one that they worry about, like, you know, he can't get drowsy, like you have to worry, like you have to take him to the hospital if he starts like not breathing really well oh or he gets gosh. really drowsy. Which and it's there's like, a very slim chance of that ever happening. Like he would have had to take a very large It's dose. like nine PM. Like they're already two hours past bedtime now because of this and I'm supposed to watch my child to make sure he's not getting drowsy. Jeez, like yeah. Anyway, so I'm like, All right, put him in bed and they're like, Yeah, just make sure that like every twenty minutes go and wake him up. Like oh, shake no, just him. Make sure that he is and like, make sure responding. he's not unconscious. Like oh. make sure he's just Sleep and not unconscious. That's so I freaked freak. out. Anyway, ended up being fine. 
And then uh, this is a hilarious story. The other Just day, <laughs> the other day I was cleaning because I found some of the pills, but the only one I couldn't find was the allergy medicine. So he just take the B B twelve, but all the other pills I found under the bed. He'd hidden them there. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And so yeah, so the other day I was cleaning the bedroom, oh, and the uh, bed. some water had like a water jug had spilled all over. So I was like deep cleaning our bedroom, and I found the allergy pill Yay! like tucked away. And I was oh, just like, never well, taken well I found the pill. It was really. So what did he take? Children Nothing. Stuff. Just he took a, a couple of B12. They're oh. just like dissolvable tablets. Yeah, That's totally right. benign. Like, you can't really overdose just, on B12. Frothing orange in the mouth. Yeah. Not, Not really. He wasn't just frothing. He just, after jokes, I brushed his teeth, he jokes, like spit guys. orange. Jokes. And I was like. <gasps> <laughs> jokes, guys. Jokes. Yeah. No, um, funny stories. I mean, kids are always doing the darndest things. They're so funny. And Winter has recently been saying like a lot of really. Let me see if I can pull up like some of the stories that she's been. What was the thing she said today? They had an argument. And Griffin was like, "No, I don't remember." They're describing something. Oh, so one of the things they do is uh, so we explained to them that I make money, like that I go to work to make money, <laughs> and now they've like latched onto that concept. Oh, really? Yeah, because they'll be like, "Can I get this?" We'll be like, "No," and they'll be like, "Oh, do you need to go to work and make more money?" <laughs> Like, um, well, my, the favorite thing that happened this week is so winter has dance classes on Mondays and Wednesdays uh-huh. and it's been so nice out that I'll take the kids on a walk cause there's a cute little cafe, like a organic hippity dippity cafe that makes the best smoothies ever. Mm. So me and winter and, or me and Griffin and Ivy will walk probably about a half mile, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a little less than a half mile down to the smoothie shop, get a smoothie look at the toy store next door and let them browse a little bit and then we'll walk back and pick up winter. And on Thursday, you know, it's the end of the month. Things are tight. Like, you want to make it to the end of the month. So I was like, hey, we're not going to do a smoothie today because, um, and I don't have a lot of my kids. I'm like, because we don't have the money right now that we don't have it in the budget to get a smoothie today because they're darn good smoothies, but they're like eight bucks a pop. So sorry. It's not like Jamba Juice. This is the real stuff, guys. Yeah. And uh, Griffin goes, mom, I was on my laptop all afternoon. I made lots of money because he's got like a little, a little like le- leap pad learning laptop. Aww. And he's like, I have money, mom. I'll buy the smoothie today. Yeah. Aww, I, do, so I do contract cute. work as well. So I'm on my laptop working at home. And the last couple of months I've been working like a ton of hours because we're getting ready to buy a house. So... Yeah, yeah, I know on Sunday he was like, you were on your laptop when we were here for family dinner. He's like, Dad's still working. He's yeah. working. He's working. Oh, yeah, because you wanted to, like, tackle me or pull yeah. me down. Yeah, no, we did get him out of that <laughs> chair, folks. It was like. <laughs> on the ground. No, he's <laughs> I know, I just love how matter-of-fact he is about things. Like, yeah. No, Dad's still working. You better stop. <laughs> yeah. He corrects that. Uh, he corrects things all the time. No, they're they're fun. Do you guys ever play pranks on each other? No. No, we're not that kind of people. Oh. All right. We just <laughs> aren't. We're, we're, not, hard. we're not pranksters <laughs> at all. Oh, all right. We don't do really? surprises either. I mean, like, if I buy her something special for Christmas and it's January, I'll He's be like, like do you I bought you it? this thing. Do you want to open it? Do you want to open it? You should oh open it. Oh, my gosh. Tell me if I did good. Open it. Open it. Oh, Open it. that sounds Open like it. me. That's me. Me too. I just don't do surprises. I he has suck a really hard at time. surprises. I just don't do pranks at all. It's so hard. I've ruined so many things for Dan. Huh, Dan? Hmm? So many surprises. Grunt. Like what? Like, like, like your dies. river rafting tickets for your birthday. Or like, or Dan will just ask very specific questions. He's like, is it this? And I'm like, oh, damn it. Yeah. He's like, you could have said no. And I was like, okay, make me a liar. Like, what do you want? Yeah, I always always tell Sam, I'm terrible at it. We're not pranksters at all. Was that that the end? Was that the last question? No, I got a lot of questions, but we're actually, we're at 53 minutes. So I have the best moment in your marriage, the hardest moment. Um, Not this interview. What? This interview. Is the hardest moment? For both of those. Oh, it's not true. Dang. That's the highlight. I for sure know the happiest moment in our marriage so far was probably the day we found out we were pregnant with the twins. Oh, that's awesome. Because that was a long road and it involved a lot of people. It was a long road. Doctors and expensive. And and you guys did IVF. Knowing that it was worth it, like that we had gotten pregnant. The worst day was giving birth to those twins. That is not true. It was so stressful. That is not oh, Tommy. the worst day. <laughs> That's, that was day number one of stress, and ever since then. In case anyone needs to know, yes, Thomas needs therapy. Moving on. No. Okay, Sam doesn't understand 
Yeah. I 100% do understand she because was unconscious I had all the therapy. Part of it. So, I know you were you were panicking cuz didn't they like they didn't talk to you very well. Well, like, so Sam like so we had the babies like way late at night, right? Like 12 yeah. a.m. No, because Winter was born at... 103. Was it 103? Griffin was born at 103, and Winter was born at 113. Yeah, so, like, 10 minutes apart. 103, 113. So we had to go to the surgery room, like, all scrubbed up for twins in case you're, like, it's going to become a complication. They can just go straight into surgery. Mm -hmm. So they scrub you all up, all the available nurses and the doctor in the room having the babies, right? And, like, Sam's been in labor for 100 years. And uh, (laughs) finally, like, we get there. And they had to, like, suction. They used the forceps on Griffin to pull him out and then the suction cup on Winter. Um, Winter. I'll spare you the gory details. Anyway, things weren't, like, progressing after the babies were out correctly. The afterbirth was not being cooperative. Yeah. And the doctor was just like, okay. So he's, like, trying to, like, take care of it. And at one point, he's just like, we need the anesthesiologist in here. Remove the husband. Oh, my god! And so I just got kicked out. And then she was in there for like three more hours. Oh my gosh. And I had no idea what was going. So I go to the nursery and to pick up the kids. And they're like, all right, well, just take one. So they give me Griffin and the little like push thing. And they're like, all right, take him back to your room and make him cry because he's got junk in his lungs. Are you serious? Yeah. And I'm like, so I get back and I'm like holding him on my chest, like doing skin to skin. And I'm like, do I pinch him? Like, how do I make him cry? And so, anyway, then I was freaking out. Because then they also, like, when they get skin to skin, they, like, root for the nipple, right? So uh-huh. they're, like, he's, like, slowly tracking around trying to find a nipple. <laughs> and I was, like, you're going to be a really disappointed, kid. And and it was just stressful because I was just, like, okay. like. And then I went and talked to the nurse, the only other nurse, in part charge of the nursery. I'm, like, do you know anything about my wife? He's, like, she's, like, no, nah, I have no idea. Aww, and so I didn't know anything. And so I, like, held each of the babies for, like, ten minutes and then just, like, nervously paced through the hospital. Aww. like. Anyway, and then when Sam came out, she's a trooper. She's like just coming off the drugs, and they're like, "Okay, you need to take it easy." And she's like, "I need to hold my baby." And they're like, "No, you need to take it easy." She's like, "Give me my damn babies!" Oh yeah. And they're like, oh, "Okay." Well, I couldn't even sit up. And so I we like placed him on her, so and she was like the happiest. Like that that moment was great. Like seeing Sam with the babies and like just Aww. beaming from ear to ear was like, ah. There's also a part of like she should probably not be holding them because she's <laughs> No, because so I was laying down and I wasn't weak. I was just coming out of anesthesia. But I, they wouldn't let me sit up because I, my blood pressure would go down every time I sat up. So I just laid there with the babies and then nursed them for the first time. Aww. And it was a few hours before I could sit up with them. But Children are stressful. They you want to live a long but... life, don't have kids. You want to live a fulfilling life, have kids. Dang, he said matter-of-factly into the microphone, staying straight at Nissa. <laughs> yeah, definitely best moment was, was finding out we were pregnant with twins. Get lost. <laughs> and then, all, again, when we found out we were pregnant with Ivy, like we were just really yeah, excited. Great. Ivy was different, though, because we'd already been through everything, song and dance. And yeah. Yeah. yeah when, we first brought, when we first brought the twins home, I was trying to be helpful, but also like... Very tired. So tired. I don't. I don't function oh well gosh. in sleep deprivation. And uh, men are the worst, guys. I was going <laughs> several nights without sleep, de- like sleep, like real sleep. And I uh, was trying to be helpful, but Sam wanted to nurse, and so there's like only so much I could do. So yeah. I like fell asleep in front of the changing ta- table, like on the floor. I just kicked him. I was like, she, in the like, way. she like go kicked to bed. me. She's like, go away. Like you're not helping. And then when Ivy got home, I was just like. All right, well, good luck with child. But we also didn't have really any help with the twins. Yeah, your mother was here for Ivy. And my mom was here for Ivy for like a month. And there was just one child, so nursing was easy. Like, Ivy was a breeze. Yeah, the twins were hard. The twins were way hard. Ivy was just like cake. I remember because I I was living in your back room Mm -hmm. when you first brought him (coughs) out. And I slept through everything. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> I Are you felt still so here bad. Yeah, yeah, I was because I remember I woke up all refreshed, and you guys like walked out of the room like you had just been in an epic battle. <laughs> like your hair, your eyes, like everything was drooping. Oh, you know, you felt. were just like, oh yeah. my gosh. I don't know how you survived <laughs> the like, first like crap. couple of weeks. Well, and of it's funny though because really? there's a lot of research about how sleep deprivation makes you forgetful. Like you don't form long-term memories the same way. You don't form any long-term and, memories. Um, oh, that's interesting. So I don't remember a lot about the first like four months of the baby's lives other than like trying to nurse as much as possible try to get enough snacks in myself to nurse as much as possible and then just being tired all the time and I was alone most of the time because I didn't have any help or anything so mostly every day getting out of the house consisted of going for a short walk around the neighborhood and yeah and where I worked at the time was hourly yeah I should have helped you and I was like crazy you had moved 
Yeah, where were you, Missa? Where the hell were you? No, everybody decided to just we just be like sleep deprived, mostly just on our couch watching Netflix, being like, hey. Gosh. Hey, we're out of milk. Can you go get us some milk? Like I leave, some cereal? I leave John at parties, and I don't. I'm not there for you. Dang it, you guys. Oh man. Uh, oh man. And then she shows back up, you know, for the fun part when they're all old and fun to play with. Oh my gosh, they love Aunt Miss. They're the best. Yeah. I don't know. And her uh, uncle Alex is. They've always no. been the best, though. Pretty, pretty no, no, no. Whatever. No, that's not true. They definitely enjoy Dana Missa more. Probably, you guys are you guys are slowly creeping in now. Flex on that, like you flex well, on you, Alex. Yeah, well, you guys definitely just spend a lot more time like interacting with them. Alex is great. Don't get me wrong. No, Alex, Alex, if you're is listening great. to this, you're a fantastic babysitter. But you're second best. We're not gonna we're not gonna put labels on it. <laughs> we'll just but call we it an out, we're gonna call it an outstanding competition. So when any, either one of you want to get licks in, like come oh. over, babysit. I have a I have a video that I was like, okay, kids, like who who do you like more? Just so the day when Alex is like, I'm the best, blah, 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 I'm going to pull it out. It's my secret weapon that's not so secret because I just told everyone, but it's going to happen. So anyways, but, so. well, we are at an hour now. Is there anything else? Any final words you would like to say? I don't think so. I am f- fairly certain that that whole podcast was just incoherent babble, but. No way. I think it was great. <laughs> Cool. Well, thank you for being on the podcast with the exercise man. Uh, this is Missa, your guest host, just in case you forgot. And Good job, Missa. High <laughs> five, guys. High five. Yeah. Nice. All right. Nice. Well, we love you guys, and thanks for listening. It was really weird. We had to be naked for this. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what the? Okay. I'm going to. Okay. <laughs>